Health Radio. Here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. Just before we get to our guest, I'd like to say thank you for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. And if you'd like to help us out, as always, you can go to our webpage, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and go to the donate page on our website and make a contribution. For those who've done so thus far, we say thank you. Now to our guest. Glaucoma has been called the silent thief of sight because the loss of vision usually occurs slowly over a long period of time. It is the second leading cause of blindness worldwide after cataracts and affects more than 60 million people. Glaucoma is a group of eye diseases that result in damage to the optic nerve and vision loss. Our guest today is a holistic practitioner who is using cannabis oil for his glaucoma and is seeing better now than he has in 10 years. And joining us from Long Beach, California, is Al Morrington, who is the author of the book Better Living with Whole Foods, which is currently sold on Amazon. Al, thanks very much for doing this. I'm looking forward to your story. Yeah, thank you for having me. When did you first notice a problem with your vision? When I first did my first eye exam when I was in the sixth grade, they told, told me I had a high pressure. So I've had high pressure all my life. But as far as noticing things, um, probably about mid-30s, I started to notice the um, that peripheral, that field test they give you, mm-hmm. like I was missing parts of that. Was this hereditary? Did anyone else in your family have glaucoma? My dad and a couple of my aunts have it. Were they expecting you to be diagnosed with this? Yes. Yeah. I was told since the sixth grade that I was a candidate for glaucoma. What was it like when you were, what, 12 years old in the sixth grade? Yeah. Um, I had no idea what it was. And, you know, that was the 70s. Nobody, you know, there was an Internet and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Now, when you say you have high blood pressure, for those of us who don't have, not high blood pressure, but high, high pressure, pressure. In, yeah, in, in your eyes, when they say you have high pressure, what is high pressure compared to normal pressure? Can you give us some range? Well, they do that little test where they you know, put the air against your eye and they, that's how they test the pressure. Usually below 10, like in the single digits, is considered good. And, um, like mine was 13 to 17 the first time it was tested. Last time I had it tested, it was in the 30s. Were you getting headaches at all? Yes, definitely. There's two different kinds of glaucoma. One is the silent thief, you know, of your sight. And then the other one um, has crazy pain involved with it, like uh, migraine kind of pain. And uh, that's the one I have. Now, I'm unclear in, to, in my own mind as to whether glaucoma is the result of 
pressure on the optic nerve or damage to the optic nerve or both. Can you can you clarify that? I'm not sure. To tell you the truth, okay, I, I'm not sure. They they everything's a guess right now. No, like there's there's not a whole lot out there. When did you start taking cannabis? Um, 2013. It took me about 17 years to find something that worked. Tell us the story how you discovered it, how you went about uh, discovering it and using it. Well, when I first was um, was told, hey, you have glaucoma, like around 1996, and I was prescribed the drops, I said, no, I don't want to do the drops because of side effects that I had read about. And then I saw my dad go through stuff, you know, what happened with your dad? Oh, well, my dad, he, uh, he has glaucoma and he, he did the drops. And then he was like, first it was like one set of drops and a couple sets of drops. And then there was like surgeries. And then they actually ended up like putting, shots directly like needles into his eyeballs and and putting shots into his eyes on a regular basis and um like all painful stuff and the end result was he still went blind like it didn't save his vision at all he 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 just steadily went blind when when you started using cannabis how soon did you notice a difference i I found the rick simpson story that's that's how i found out about it right on on the internet uh, to answer the earlier question, like there was no, uh, there was no um, information about it helping glaucoma, like uh, saying about helping a cancer and different things like that. But we know there's cannabinoid receptors in the eyes, and that's the first thing that um, the government okayed cannabis use for back in the 70s was for a glaucoma person. So I, I, I took a chance and tried it out, right? And I found a reputable source not too far from me. Literally, I, I was at that point. I was going into pain cycles every single day. Like I was, I was like, like life wasn't fun at all. You know, I was, I was losing my peripheral vision. It was seeming like almost daily and a lot of pain. Um, that first time that I took it, I woke up the next day without a headache and I slept through the night. When and, you, sorry to interrupt. The first time you took it, did you smoke it or ingest it? What, what I, form? I put it on my tongue. So this was an oil then? Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was RSO, the Rick Simpson oil. Okay, so the high THC. Yeah, yeah, high THC indica plant. Okay. And then you slept through the night and you woke up the next morning and no headache. Yeah, that was noticeable because every day I was in pain. So not so, so that was like not being in pain. It was like, wait a minute, this is weird. So that was like, okay, if it just helps that, then I'll do it, you know? <laughs> and uh, L, did it have any positive impact on your peripheral vision? When I took it, there there, there wasn't a lot being made, right? These guys were, you know, they, they, they made it. They were really honest guys and everything. But So I was sort of limited to the amount that I could take. So I was able to pretty much stop it or dramatically slow it down and reduce that pain. That's what I noticed. The, the onslaught of it stopped. Yeah, so. it, it's progression. You, you, you notice the progression over the years, and it was accelerating. And then as soon as you took the cannabis oil, it stopped. Did I have that yeah. right? Yeah. Yep, yep. So, so that's what we call overcoming a condition, right? 
And then the next step is managing it. Now, so, how much oil do you take a day, L? Well, right now I'm in a what, what we call a therapeutic dosing kind of a thing. So, because I like like I had mentioned before, or you had mentioned earlier, there's um, I'm see, I'm seeing better than I have in the past ten years, and that's because I have an abundance of oil right now. I'm doing anywhere from like 500 to a thousand milligrams a day. So that's uh, half a gram to a gram a day. Yeah. And do you take that twice a day, or how do you take it? I take it a lot of different ways. Um, I take it throughout the day. Throughout the day. Yeah. Um, I, you, want, you want me to go into that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Yeah, anything we can find out for people out there who have glaucoma and are listening uh, to this and all right. are hoping so, to help themselves. Okay, so... I do it throughout the day because, well, for, first off, I'll, I'll say glaucoma is a bitch, okay? There are, uh, like, cancer and different things like that. Um, as a holistic health practitioner, I could cure that stuff with food, without cannabis, right? I mean, it's um, glaucoma is the only thing I've come across that absolutely, absolutely needs cannabis. Like everything you do, uh, like, it needs the oil, right? Not, not even just the flour, but the oil, okay? Okay. So if you're just doing flour and expecting that to work, if you have glaucoma, no bueno. That's not going to do it. That's just for fun. The, the oils is, is what's going to do it for you. Um, a Rick Simpson type of extraction process is the preferred process. Uh, maybe not the, you know, the, the home methods that he uses, mm-hmm. but we use like a 200 proof ethanol, food grade ethanol, you know, to extract and negative 30 degrees and all that kind of stuff, Fahrenheit. So it's a cleaner type of extraction process, but it keeps everything thera- uh, therapeutically um, active. So that's the preferred type of oil. So I do it. Um, in the morning, I do some either, either the straight oil or I do some capsules that we make that are like a, t- a one-to-one THC-CBD combo. And, you know, so I get something in the morning. And then th- throughout the day, I'll do some vaping because vaping does work. And that's sort of like a microdose kind of a thing. I carry two on me, right? One is a high CBD, like a, either a one-to-one or a or one the two THC CBD, and that's for pain. Okay, and so I'll microdose that throughout the day um, to keep myself out of the pain cycles, and and it's sort of a, an as needed kind of thing. And then along with that, I'll keep a, another cartridge that, that's a high that's a, a high THC, and I'll play around with a sativa or an indica for during the day. Right, the one in the morning was an indica. And, and during the day, I'll, I'll play around a little bit just to get variety, but I'll hit that here and there, and, and we call that microdosing. Okay, yes. so you're not get, so you're not, so you're not getting uh, blown out throughout the day. You're just taking these little hits. They, um, the vape pen. Well, if you have one that goes about ten seconds, you're getting about three and a half to four milligrams per hit in there. All right. So those are very small little doses throughout the day, and you can get you know, a bunch of them as needed. And then um, at night after I get off of work, I'll do a a little something like like another capsule or a little bit of RSO, um, just the raw stuff. And then um, before I go to bed, I'll do some more too. 
So, yeah. uh, so Al, you, when you're doing this, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're using the amount you're using not only to alleviate the vision symptoms, but to alleviate the pain symptoms. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So for people who have glaucoma but don't have the pain with it, what would, uh-huh. your, what would your suggestion be for their uh, level of intake? I would, I would say everything uh, except for that, that vaping, the, the CBD one, but everything else. The so. CBD is for pain. The, the the CBD yeah, yeah CBDs and THCA are for, are for pain yeah okay so what about I I know microdosing you know certainly would be an option here but what about people who are really against the high or the high, it really bothers them they're very sensitive to it um, would CBD do the trick in your opinion or do you think you need that THC CBD blend or which what's your take on it all right so for the purpose of the show we're just talking about glaucoma right mm-hmm. right no it's you need the THC you need the high THC the CBD is gonna help some but uh, the high THC stuff is was what's gonna do it for you all mm. right yeah and um, you know going blind is not fun. All right. So you have to take into consideration whether you want to go blind or you want to be a little bit high. Okay. With what I do, you know, I've been a holistic health practitioner for 30 years and I don't beat around the bush with people. You know, like I speak through truth and I speak in reality. And it's like, hey, you want to go blind or you want to get a little high every day? For me, I'll get a little high every day. I'm not going to be led around by somebody, you know, have to take the bus, get my license taken away from me, and all this kind of stuff. I'm going to keep my dignity and be a little high instead of going blind and not getting high. And that's the choice that you have to make. Like, like I don't even try to convince people, you know, over here. It's it's like, hey, um, if you're worried about that, you know, then here's the basic truth about it, you know. And here's here's the basic truth about what's going to happen to you if you do go blind. If you're okay with that, then go on that path. If you're not, if you want to save your eyesight, then this is what you need to do. And getting high is is part of that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's, because it's you, just yeah, it's just a reality, and you can't lie to people about it. No, right? what's your feeling on? Microdosing. If you were to microdose, and you're not getting blown out of the water each yeah. time. Exactly. So that's a good thing. So here's a, here's a way that the CBD could help. Keep in mind, though, that when you start adding CBDs in, the the cost will go up too, right, for the yes. person. Yeah. And, and the availability goes down for quality. If you put in like those, like what the ones I mentioned earlier, the 25 milligram, uh, the one to one 25 milligram THC, 25 milligram CBD that I take in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. So while that, that one to one ratio, that will sort of cancel uh, out the high a little bit. Yeah, it'll sort of cancel each other out, don't they? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't do it like 100%, but it cancels out like a, a, a good majority of the high. So that's a way to get around it. And then you do get, you know, you do get build a tolerance after a while too. I gather from your comments earlier that you help other people with glaucoma 
and uh, you you tell them about cannabis. Have you had remarkable um, success with other people who have taken cannabis, much like the success that uh, you have experienced? Um, with glaucoma, just or with other things as well. Let's just uh, stick to glaucoma for now. Yes, if they stick to the protocol. Okay, so, so like I said, glaucoma's uh, it's a it's a beast, just like something like lupus is. It's it's something that's um, that you have and that you have to manage continuously for the rest of your life, day in and day out. Okay, and um, for those that are willing to do that, you know, that are saying, okay, this is this is my reality, and I have to do this every day because it does get. Yeah, a little bit of a burden, you know, sometimes, you know, you do get like a little bit depressed or whatever, like, hey, I got to take this stuff every day. I got to be a little bit high every day, you know, whatever. But um, if you could just get past that, that's why we have community support and things like that, too, you know, just like you guys have your Facebook group. So, so people could have a place to go to, because if you do do that, if, if you're con- what we say, consistent and persistent and patient with your stuff, you know, with your protocol, then see great results. But if they're like in and out, you know, and they're um, like they do days where they don't do their their protocol, then they, they're not successful. So yes, if you follow the protocol, you've got to be diligent. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Fair enough. Al, last year you went without your oil and went completely blind in your right eye. Tell us that story. Okay. Yes. So in 2013, I got the, my, my supply of the oils. From 2013 to 2016, I went without it for three days twice, and I went into like a pain cycle by that third day, and my vision started to like what I call fractal at that point, right? In 2016, um, I completely lost my source, and um, I was scrambling for another source, and that's when I actually found your guys' group and stuff like that. But I, I, I was scrambling for another source, and I, and I found a friend that, that sells oil for a major company. At that point, it was like seven days, and I went completely blind in my right eye. I was like in a crazy pain cycle. It's, it's, a, it's the same thing as like a migraine where you can't, you know, where you just you can't lit, sit up, lay down, stand up, whatever. You know, it does anything hurts. My friend gave me the oil, right? It, and it was actually a super critical CO2 oil. And like, I didn't think that stuff would work. And, um, it, and it actually did. And that, that's how I discovered the vaping works too. So me going blind, um, actually allowed me to find out other things that actually work. Cause before it was, I, I was just RSO. That's it, you know? So I, I found out a couple of things that work. The super critical CO2 works. Not as good as the RSO style stuff or the FICO, you know, the full extract cannabis oil, but um, but it does work and vaping does work too for microdosing. But yeah, I went blind um, and when I got that oil, I was like, okay, I'm I'm never going to run out of oil again. I have a company called MyFit Life that I've had for 30 years, but I started the company Movida um, and with a tagline, a life worth living, just so I would never run out of oil. I found about 15 different uh, oil extractors. I found one that is along the same path as me. 
We have relationships now with over 550 farmers, sun grown in the ground, you know, no pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and we make oil for people with different conditions. But my passion is to get the word out for people with eye conditions, you know, for glaucoma, retinitis pigmentosa, and things like that, because it is severely, severely under underserved. You know, people, uh, if you tell somebody you're depressed, if you tell somebody like my cat, you know, nail broke, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. If you tell somebody you're going blind, it's like, oh, sorry to hear that. You know, it's like, there's, there's not a lot of compassion for it. It's underserved. So mm-hmm. I, um, so I want to help people. Oh, when you went blind in your right eye, did uh-huh. you did you think that was permanent, or did you have faith in the oil bringing it back? It was scary. I right? bet it was. So, with a uh, um, when you have glaucoma, every day you check your eyesight. You have your good eye. You have your bad eye. Right. The second you friggin' wake up, like I wake up, I, I open my eyes, I look at my ceiling fan, I cover my bad eye, I see if I could see good with my good eye. I cover my good eye, see if I could see the ceiling fan, you know, at all, the blades, anything, you know. And that morning, I, it was a sea of white with some shimmers. And I was like, oh, wow, that's must be like whatever. So I got up and I looked in the mirror and it was a sea of white and shimmers. And it was like that for um, almost two days straight. Every time I checked, it was like, oh, joke's over, come on. And like, oh, no, it's still just a sea of white, not even shadows. It was crazy. When you woke up this morning, what was the ceiling fan? What did it look like? I could, I could see almost the, almost the whole thing. I, I, I could see all the blades and um, about 90% of it, because my peripheral vision's a little bit compromise in that eye so. could, you, could you see the dust on the blades <laughs> <laughs> my, my um well, my vision is clearer now both both eyes my vision is clearer now because i'm able to do my my therapeutic doses now because i have an abundance of oils awesome yeah 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 that, so, that so, is amazing so that's why your eyesight is better today than it was 10 years ago yeah yeah because um yeah, because I'm able to do those therapeutic doses and I'm able to, you know, basically experiment with myself. That's how I even would vet the people that I was having extract oil for me, right? Is I would just do their oil for months at a time, just that oil, and see if it, if it worked with my eyes for a long period, you know, at least 90 days. And then we knew that not, you know, because we knew the material, we knew where we got the material from, from, but we had to know that the extractor was doing uh, it properly. And the only way to know is if it's working on my eyesight. So yeah, we, in, integrity of, of product is everything with me. You know, you raise a very interesting point because some people say, oh, well, I've tried CBD and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then you you get this probably all yeah. the time, Corey. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, you have to say, well, where did you get it? Yes. And you have to experiment with yourself just like Al is doing. He, he used himself as an experiment to try and find out what worked for you. Right, Al? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I started something called Glaucoma Hope um, when I went blind. And it was my journey back from, from when I was able to see a shadow about like almost, almost 48 hours in, I saw a shadow when I started taking the oils and it, and it still didn't work. And all of a sudden I saw a shadow. I knew something. I, I knew something. I was like 2 a.m. And I was, and I, I got up and I was like, I'm getting my fucking eyesight back. 
There's nothing that's going to stop me. I'm going to do this. It was uh, it was really beautiful, you know. Yeah, that must and have been it, an exciting moment, moment for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like I didn't know if I was ever going to see color again. Nothing, you know. But um, but yeah, it it just um, yeah steadily started coming back, and and it would go like forward and backwards, you know, because that's what happens. And I would go in and out of pain cycles. That's one of the things that you have to realize that um, your listeners should understand as well. When you're going through something and you're recovering from something like glaucoma, you know, or, or anything else, the symptoms that you have might come on stronger while you're recovering. They, they, you might go into even worse pain cycles if you have pain cycles. You know, there's there's different things that can happen. Just like when you go on a diet, you might gain a couple of pounds before you lose it. You know, there, there's there's things that could happen, and they're they're sort of like a almost like cleansing or detoxification things that you're going through. And we like to call it evil leaving your body. But um, as long as you know that you're doing something good and you're with a, like a good practitioner or caregiver that has seen this before, you know, and seen people go through things before, you have to, and you just have to sort of believe, you know, in, in what you're doing and who you're doing it with, you know, and be sure that you have good quality oils and things like that too and just go through that to get to the other side to where you could actually get some uh, a good result when you got up in in, in about two o'clock in the morning and saw that shadow you must have started to uh, use a heck of a lot of oil once you knew that recovery was possible yeah definitely i I went up into that into that gram range and stuff like that because Last year, I was ready to give up my license. I hired somebody because I have Movida and I and and the and the other holistic health company, but I also have a a marketing agency that helps wellness centers to market themselves because I want to see them stay open, right? And I know how to do it really well. But I actually hired somebody to become the CEO of that company because I thought I wouldn't be able to see my computer screen by this time, by twenty seventeen. And here you are. Besides being a holistic practitioner, we should tell listeners that you are also a power lifter. You've set California state records, placed first in national championships, and second overall in the world powerlifting championships, which is no small feat. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of the guys that you're up against, they're big, they're strong. Are you a big guy yourself? Um, when I competed, I was at the 198 and 220 pound class, but yeah, I'm, I'm fairly muscular. Yep. Yeah. And, no kidding. And, uh, yeah, what? but the reason I did it, the reason I did it is because, um, I'm personally, I'm vegan. I don't promote, uh, people necessarily needing to be vegan. You know, I, I like, you know, plant-based stuff. But I'm personally vegan and everybody says that vegans are weak. So I just wanted to prove that they're not. <laughs> just wanted to prove just how weak you are, eh? That's right. <laughs> when you were powerlifting, there's a lot of uh, stress and strain. And did that have any negative impact on you, the pain in your head, the headaches, your your glaucoma? Oh yeah, I'm um, like I, I broke a blood vessel a couple times in competitions in my eyes. You know where I had the big uh, red. I whatever oh, yeah. and that that was a big like hey you don't want to do this you know 
that was in my 20s because I competed. Um, I got those championships in 2013, 2014, but uh, um, I've been competing since 84, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I have, like, some stuff in my um, upper shoulder girl on, on my right side. So there's a, you know, and, and that's the, the side that my glaucoma is active in. They sort of, I don't know if they're, they complement each other or whatever, you know. Well, the eye that uh, you had the broken blood vessel, was that your bad eye, your right eye? It was both of them. Both of them? Yeah. I did it three or four times. Yeah. You were living on the edge. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was great to talk to you. I think uh, what you've done is absolutely remarkable. I know a number of people who contact us about glaucoma and want to know what strains to take. People are are very very strain oriented very strain oriented that, really right. i i don't think that's yeah I so mean, much the issue i think one of the things that Corey and i like to do is say, just try the oil and see what happens don't worry about strains and things like that just use yourself as a bit of an experiment because we're all different aren't we all yeah definitely definitely even when with smoking stuff you know like it's, it's like there's it's going to affect most people one way, you know, but it might affect somebody else the total opposite way. So, and you might be that person. So you have to you have to experiment, find things that work with you and stuff. Just like that person that says, like, I think I'm allergic to to, to marijuana. Well, I'll try a different strain and see if it's that one affects you the same. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff like that. One thing I want to say though um, before we go is the oils ingest them with you know. O- just by putting it on your tongue in capsules and things like that. The thing that I have found that doesn't work that well for eyes is edibles. The uh, edibles are, uh, you know, it could be good for pain, uh, for that part of it, and for helping you sleep through the night. And it might help for other conditions. But as far as glaucoma, I tested it out, and um, at least for me, it, it didn't work at, at all. Okay. So, well, that's so interesting that, to know and yeah. good to know. Higher THC, but if you have pain, a combination of a blend of THC and CBD and edibles aren't that beneficial. Yes. And microdosing, vaping through the day uh, is helpful. Yes. That's great. Anything else you want to say in conclusion, Al? Um, no, just thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to, to spread the good word. Well, thank you, Al, for coming forward and offering to come on. And uh, I know we're going to have a lot of listeners out there who have been wanting to hear about glaucoma. Awesome. Thanks, Al. Thank you. And that's another edition of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening, everyone. You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
and journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked. 